This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Big news this week as Dave Mustaine announced he's writing a new book. Sadly, receiving less attention was the news that David L. Epson is releasing a new zine all about that one time Dave Mustaine texted him back. You guessed it, it was a butt text. Better than nothing. Anyway, the Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Chuck said butt. The metal boot. Boot. It's the Metal Injection Livecast. Welcome. It's Rob here with Noah. But Sid, remember when you used to give us nicknames during and the Darren. Intros? Hi, Aww. I'm let's let's not go back to that. <laughs> and uh, it's another I'm kind of on board with Sid. I feel What's like it's indicative of Rob not liking us as much anymore. He just doesn't put as much effort into our relationship. It I don't think, think I, I don't think us. I put any effort into it when I was giving you the nicknames either. At least you have to remember the first letter of each of our names. Something. And you have to be creative with us, which shows that you care. Yeah. <laughs> and he had to remember our names. Yeah, <laughs> reprehensible. Robert. I mean, I remember your names every week. I give you, I give you sh- intros every week. Well, intro? You said and Noah and Sid. That's and your intro. There's Noah. Where's There's Sid. Where's, There's my uh, where's my credits? You may know her from the Metal Injection Livecast. Here's Noah. You may know him from the Metal Injection Livecast. Here's Sid. Well, for me, that's accurate. You may know him from the Metal Injection Livecast. That's uh, Darren. Oh, wow. (laughs) You fucked it up, Couldn't even get through that. Adding insult (laughs) to insult. (laughs) I'll intro you if you give us a -a ring-a-ding-ding. The number is 213-WIDE-NUT. It's 213-943-3688. Woo! All right. Yeah, that was a lot of work. He needs a drink. I needed a, I needed a little <laughs> sip of the, the water. Um, that you're drinking from our brand new Metal Injection Livecast merch mugs. Yes, we got Livecast mugs from the Livecast store, metalinjection.net slash Livecast merch. All of our designs are available as mugs. It's lovely. And uh, welcome to the show. We got a lovely show. And uh, we're all here. There's no special guests. So it's just intimate. It's you mm. and us. It's nice. Um, I like intimacy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> uh, we have a few drops. Uh, well, we'll be playing some hate mail later. Oh. That should be nice. Did you listen to them before you're going to play them on the air? So you I'm going to play them on the air live. And then, and then that's but, when you'll know if they're Yeah, if there's anything or uh, offensive or racist. Cool. We could just edit it off worst case scenario. <laughs> or just like go like, ah, oh, we don't condone that anymore. Or we can just talk over it. And then when we run for office, it'll come yeah. back to haunt us. Mayor Rob. Um. <laughs> uh, so lots to talk about this week, but where do we start? Who do we kick it up? Well, let's talk about Dave Mustaine. He's yeah. writing a yes. book. We talked to uh, Chuck Blandington talked about it. How'd you and, find out? <laughs> and uh, from Lambo, so, duh. One of the greatest episodes, like one of the most Hall of Fame live cast episodes. And I feel like the more we talk about this, we need to really get a live cast Hall of Fame section going with these episodes. Mm. I think that's something we could. Start going. Uh, I feel it would be disrespectful to the episodes we don't choose. You know, we can't. They're all our children. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like we have now coming up on 600 episodes. And like a lot of our listeners now are from the last few years. So they're it's a, it's a very daunting task to go back and listen to all of 
you know, the, and we the expect them all to do it, don't yeah. we? We do we expect them, but this will kind of uh, encourage them. This will be like, look, here, here are some standouts. Here are some. Mm-hmm. Here are some bookmarks. I guess go for a, if if you compare it to like the WWE, they have their Hall of Fame mm-hmm. stuff. Like, and and when you mm-hmm. go use the app and stuff, that's like if you're brand new to it, that becomes overwhelming. Like the amount of wrestling matches and shows and stuff like that and just seeing the history i've kind of given up because it's just mm-hmm. so it's unless i text one of you like it's it's hard to figure it out on my own so maybe people feel overwhelmed by it too it i never get to those texts that's all i know i never got a text asking about wrestling history from no blocked me so what can you do that with texts yeah show me how <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Dave Mustaine, so one of our greatest episodes was when Dave Mustaine's autobiography, Mustaine, came out. What a creative title. Well, it's Mustaine, M-U-H-S-T-A-I-N. No, it's not. Mustaine. Mustaine. <laughs> Damn, I should have thought of that one. <laughs> Two good suggestions. <laughs> Reprint. So uh, that was, I guess, a life memoir. And uh, covered a lot of stuff. It's pronounced Memoir. Memoir. Uh, this one is going to be just about the proses of Rust in Peace. Uh, an album, arguably their best album. Arguably, I will say. And that needs to be a book? Yeah, I guess. I know they do those 33 and a third books about different albums and different authors. Do them. You know what I'm talking about? They're like the smaller. There's like a whole, there's like maybe a hundred of them by now. Just yes, about iconic of course, albums. yes, yes. yes. I could understand doing that about it, but like I think a book what book? it is is those are like typically like a hundred pages, give or take. I believe they're thirty-three. No, they're not. Thirty-three and a third pages. No, no? okay. I have uh, numerous. Uh, yeah, I think it's something uh, similar to that, where uh, it's um, like a series about albums, and they paid him to write one about Rust and Peace or something like that. Are there others that are already released? Do we know what other albums are in this series? But I'm just very much looking forward to it uh, because specifically when the Mustaine uh, autobiography came out, we did readings from the book. Well, Darren specifically did readings in the Dave Mustaine voice, and you can look this clip up on YouTube, and it's one of my favorite moments on the show. I initially wrote a book about how Marty Friedman was to blame for Rush, uh, for a risk. It was about 970 pages. He's also to blame for Rush. He killed Neil Peart. <laughs> Shut up, Sid. No one's supposed to know about that. Well, here, here's the write-up for the book. It's called Building the Perfect Beast. <clears throat> Building the Perfect That's Beast. That's what, uh, when Rob's parents had their baby book, oh, it was God. also titled that. So there's a lawsuit coming. Oh, so they wanted to raise (laughs) Rob that way? Yeah, mission accomplished. Oh, Oh, the full title is Building the Perfect Beast, the creation of Megadeth's Rust in Peace. Written and composed entirely by Dave Mustaine. And only by Dave Mustaine. (laughs) Bookbinding by Dave Mustaine. (laughs) (laughs) Kerning. Is there kerning in books? Kerning by Dave Mustaine. Published by the one and only and great Dave Mustaine. Book book jacket photography by Dave Mustaine. (laughs) Tree cutting and converting to paper (laughs) by Dave Mustaine. Yes. 
Blurbs by Dave Mustaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the book is called Building the Perfect Peace, the Creation of Vegas. That's Rest in Peace by Dave Mustaine. Typos by Dave Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> by Dave Mustaine with Joe Selvin. And Who? Joe Selvin. Generic like. Ghostwriter guy. So it details auditions the... for Joe Sylvan by Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> the book details the making of Megadeth's iconic record, Rust in Peace, which was released in 1990, at an incredible time of flux and creativity in the rock world. Relayed by the lead vocalist, guitarist, and primary songwriter of Megadeth himself, Dave Mustaine. Meaning that this ghostwriter met Dave for coffee one time and then. Relayed, yeah, you're right. It's just he did a long interview with him and then turned it into a book. Uh, The book covers the proses of hiring the band and supporting cast. What? And trying to handle the ensuing success. Hire, like, weren't all the members in the band already? Or was it, I guess uh, Marty might have, like, I guess that Chris Poland before uh, Marty, so that was a switch up. But, like, Nick, was there a different... Allison was so there. part of the book is about handling the success, really. Uh, co- the book pro- covers the process of hiring the band and supporting cast, trying to handle the ensuing success. I think that just means drugs. I just I feel like uh, how big of a Megadeth fan do you have to be to be like I want to read all about that album, but really I want to know how Dave handled being so popular. <laughs> I need to know how he grappled with people realizing how great he was. Well, Sid, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> If you'll open up chapter 23. <laughs> chapter 23 through 45. It's all about me grappling with my fame. No, I was going to say, Sid, if you let me finish, open to chapter 23. That's the only one that does not discuss this topic. <laughs> you can ignore that one. Oh, Dave. That's all about the types of lasagna I like. <laughs> None of which were made by Nick Menz's parents. No! Those jerks. It's terrible. She even Italian. How did we even get on the... He didn't mention lasagna, right? Well, well, no, it was just make, something he went there to eat and they didn't have Italian stuff. food. No, he did mention. No. Oh, he did. He may yeah. not have said lasagna. He said her Italian cooking was not authentic enough for him. Yeah, that's there was right. like no like, okay, that's right. pasta or something. I think he did specific. say lasagna, though. I think he did say lasagna. I can't quite remember. I believe it was bolognese. <laughs> bolognese. No, I see it right. What are you, some kind of <laughs> fake Italian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You probably don't even say provolone correctly. <laughs> like my good friend Ken. I've been calling you provolone this whole time. Silly person. Rust in provolone. You don't get a chapter in my book. <laughs> Who's uh, the publisher on this masterpiece? Dave Mustaine. Yeah, duh. Dave Mustaine Hatchet House. Hachette. 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 That's a legit Hashem? Uh, Hashem book. That's a legit publishing house. Wow. Interesting. What does Hachette mean? I think it's probably somebody's name. I thought it was Hatchet. This That's sounds like one of those e-books that you'd print yourself. No, Hachette like... is uh, legit. I mean, they're not Random House or Penguin, but what's or another Penguin Random House? Hachette book. There's like Simon and Schuster. Is another big one. Yeah, that I know. Penguin. Yeah. But what's I never heard of Hachette. They're like the any next other books? year down. Oh yeah, yeah they have a like lot. famous books that I would know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'll I'll look up the Wikipedia. <laughs> what if they're all like Dave Mustaine related? <laughs> it's just 
Like a, a <laughs> shell Dave corporation Mas- for Dave putting out his own shit? A farewell to Dave Mustaine's arms. <laughs> it's, mis- it's Mustaine spelled backwards. 19 Davey 4. It's just a fan fiction of if he was in Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> a farewell to arm. Oh, this album was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Metal Performance at the 33rd Grammy Awards. Award smelted by Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Anything? They've been around since the 1800s. Oh. Why do I not know this? He feels like a... I read a lot of books. Never heard of a Hachette book. I've seen that. Little I've Brown and Company is one of their imprints. Grand Central is one of their imprints. Nope. Okay, so he did uh, share an anecdote about men's the Italian cooking. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't just make this up today. Yeah. No. no. I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. Uh, <clears throat> so it handles the ensuing success and ultimately the pressure and fame and fortune which caused the band to finally break up. In short, it's a true story of a groundbreaking anti-pop that was moving toward the mainstream. Anti-pop? Or the mainstream that was moving toward the band. At the time of great cultural change, power, ego, drugs... Other vices that went hand in hand with rock and roll circa the late eighties, early nineties. Little did Mustaine know that the Perth the birth Perth. Is that where they broke up? Yeah, that's in London, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) New South Perth. Little did Mustaine know that the birth pangs of the record were nothing. Wait, that's uh right. Is it the birth pains? Pangs, like hunger pangs. Yeah. Okay. Of the record were nothing compared to the oncoming pain and torment that would surround it. Alcohol, drugs, sex, money, power, property, power. prestige, and the lies the band was told by the industry and the lies they told each other were just the beginning. Is this? And, the, are you just reading the whole book? And much, <laughs> and much like Rust in real life, these factors would ultimately eat away at the band's bond. Oh, until, come on. Until only the music come survived. On. Ooh, that's the worst writing possible. Ooh, Building the perfect beast is a story of perseverance, of scraping off the rust off the that builds. So wait, scraping off the rust off? Yes. That doesn't really say that. Of scraping off the rust off that builds over time <laughs> wow. on everything. Ourselves, our relationship, pop culture, art, and music. Just like in, in the title Rust in Peace, all of them live together in a house, just in. like in an inn. In. So I'm very much, very much looking forward to it. Can't believe he had, they had to put the rust in there like a metaphor. Shut the fuck up. They, Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah, what do you mean they? Do everything. What do you think, Chris Poland wrote that? Shut up. That's on sale September eighth. So I'm looking forward to that one. We gotta get a birthday copy of gift that. for you. September. That's quite a ways out that they're already hyping this. Has it been written? Yeah. Just the idea of a <laughs> I, I think they just, yeah, I think they probably just signed the deal. He's like, put down just like Rust in real life. Yeah, you got all that? Okay. <laughs> Fuck, got to start writing this book now. The blurb's done. <laughs> got to start returning the phone calls of this ghostwriter. <laughs> Finally. Ugh. Hey, how you doing with that advance, buddy? <laughs> I don't see any pages yet. I skipped town. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wise man. So that's he's already in Fouquet. <laughs> no, Hachette. Hachette. 
<laughs> he took a plane to Hachette. <laughs> you know that song, One is a Sham, One is a Sham, One is a Sham? I'm sure you know it. One is Hashem? Keep, every time you say Hashet, I start thinking of that. It's like <laughs> no. a Jewish kid's fairy, uh, uh, nursery rhyme where it's like a number. It's like counting. So it's like one. What's Who knows one? I know one. One is Hashem. And then two is two is the, the stone pillars that, that Moses had. So and it's I, like a lamer 12 days of Christmas? Exactly like that. It, it, each one is something from the Bible. Hmm. I'll try to find it while we're wow. talking here. Um. Sam in the chat asks, is pooping when listening live normal? I think that's preferable. I think everyone should be pooping pooping while listening live. Sometimes I wish I was. Unless you're taking a two-hour poop. I'm very regular now that I've lost some weight, so I feel like I just shit right at 11 a.m. usually, and that's it. And never, never this late in the day. It happens. I'm regular not. as well in that I need three to five shits a day. No. <laughs> like, I poop two, two or three show. in the morning for sure. You poop so much. I do poop. Mm. Well, in That's the morning. Good. I get it all out in the morning and then maybe like late in the day, but not really. Usually just I get it all in the morning. Yeah, same. I just started taking probiotics mm. and that is making me poop mm. one extra time a day. <laughs> yeah, I definitely make. I mean, I, eat, yo- I eat yogurt in the morning and then <laughs> no, that like not. an hour later, it's just like, boom, got to poop again for yeah. sure. Plus. I poop so much. Yeah. So I, yes, pooping is, is just fine. I hear so many different conflicting things. Like I've heard for years mm-hmm. that the healthiest thing is to take one solid shit at a regular time every day. I hear from other sources that say pooping every time you eat is normal. Like as soon as you eat, if you have a clean, perfect, ideal system, it should go right through you efficiently in like 20 minutes and then... Other people just say you should poop like three or four times a day, regardless of what you eat. I say poop when you poop. As long as you're pooping at least <laughs> once a day, I think it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, agree. I think once a day seems ideal. Like the healthiest points in my life, I've always shat once a day. And the least, the nadir of my health level, I've always shat like all day long in little bursts. Mm. That's annoying. Yeah, well, it has, it's been a while since I did that. So, uh, actually, they were saying popping, not pooping. Popping. <laughs> Did he normal. mean pooping, oh. but he just spelled it wrong? No, he's saying our audio is popping. Oh. oh. What? Yeah, it's no. popping like it's off the charts. So, that whole thing was just not about shit at all? <laughs> well, for us, I guess it was. I'm very disappointed now. Um, what's popping? Or like our verbal? Popping our peas, maybe? Mm, yes. Uh, or is there like a crackling sound, maybe? Maybe it's the stream, because this audio sounds fine. I poop so much. I pop so much. Mm-hmm. Pop your pussy pees. like this. Yeah. That's what he means. He's yeah. popping his pussy. That's well, all. He's got Kaya on in the background. Uh, well, uh, just to transition to another failed oh, frontman. About to pick, play Kaya, but go ahead. Uh, She's a successful front woman. Exactly. Well, we talked about Mustaine. Let's talk about Vince Neil. Bless his heart. Oh, my goodness. Going to be making so much money. Does he have a book? So I, I, uh, so. I posted this week uh, the Motley Crue Def Leppard tour, which we talked about a few weeks ago, how ridiculous mm-hmm. the ticket prices were. That's the one where VIP tickets, like front row tickets, are $4,500 each. Uh, but you get to meet the band, get a photo, you get like, it's I think I think it, you get no. a dinner. But it's like, yeah, it's still, it, that's insane. You yeah. could book you for $4,500. You could book the best vacation. Exactly. Yeah. You could book a two week vacation in Hawaii, like at you a could resort. You book Rat to just play at your house. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. do you one of these bands? 
So, <clears throat> and the rumor is that each band, or, or Motley Crue, I believe, yeah, each band is making like one point two one and a quarter million a night. Okay. So good for them. Each, so, like, let's say Vince Neil would be making on this on this tour at least at least like conservatively two hundred thousand dollars a night. Okay. A show, at least, which is to put into context. A lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> like more, yeah, that's more than a lot of people make in a year. It's slightly more than we make for this show. <laughs> Just slightly. slightly. Per night, per show. And yet, Vince, still making some money on the side, wants to connect with the fans, and he's on Cameo. <laughs> I noticed. Now, of course, Cameo came into our lives a few months ago when the lovely and beautiful Re- Rebecca Moore took some time out of her schedule to accept my donation. No, that was her schedule. Yeah. That was on her schedule. Uh, and, and she recorded a lovely video for the Darren very handsome Skate. fucking man. <laughs> That's you're, not, by the way. You're such a fucking handsome man. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. We played Cameo on the show long before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, but I just wanted to bring up Rebecca Moore. Uh, you so did. Anyway. <laughs> you did. Congratulations. Uh, you can go Can back. you get her arrested by smoking weed next to Oh, time? stop it. <laughs> Stop it. We're on 10 years now, and you're still bringing it up. Let it go. No, actually, that was uh, 14 years. 14 years. Let it go. Uh, So, anyway, Vince Neil is on Cameo. He charges $400 for a Cameo. Which, how how long is the Cameo? Well, that's what I'm getting to here. So, like, to, to, so most Cameo, like, so nobody's will charge between $20 and $80. Let's say you know, like no, you know, like C yeah. C level. Steve Ma- Marafucci, whatever the fuck his name is, like wrestlers or name? like uh, again, Steve. Oh Scaramucci. yeah, um, oh, oh, oh Scaramucci. 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 I said Scaramucci. Marafucci. Was, I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> the wrestler. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, but then you know, like some bigger, you know, like I think there's bigger celebrities that charge more, but still, like to charge four hundred dollars. Here's what he gives you for $400. It's like, hey, man, your girlfriend wanted me to say hi, so keep bragging. It's Vince Steele. That's it. And so I want to play a few. He doesn't even, like, bother reading the girlfriend's name. Yeah, it's so. Or the guy's name. Much, hey, guy. Much like all of his career, these cameos are so phoned in. They're literally phoned in. He's on his yeah, phone. Well. Where, and that's, like he doesn't even like comb his hair in some of these. He's like, <laughs> oh shit, I gotta do this. Like he's like at the airport I love it. or like I love in a it. parking lot. Like it's like the last minute because I think there's a time limit on from when you submit how long you have to to you know accept the offer or whatever. Oh, so see. it might just be that you know people are like, hey dude, like hurry up. So he anyway. So let's play some. I'm Vince Neil from Motley Crue. Hey, give me a shout out. Oh, I'll this is his intro. For you or anybody you love. You know what's sad? One time he took so long to fill the request of the video that by the time he did, the person that he shot the video for was already killed in a car accident <laughs> and driving. He ran that person over. I was going to say, uh, it's funny you should say that, because he was shooting a cameo while that accident happened. (laughs) He was driving, shooting a cameo. (laughs) That's poor Razzle. He actually tried to get Razzle to go join the cameo for two for one, double your money. (laughs) We're all Razzles now. So this one is shot in his office 
in front of a window. It sickens so. me that he gets to have an office. Is that yeah. wrong? Does that make yes. sense? That feeling? He's a fucking millionaire. Uh, but what does he do in his office? And Cameos. Like, Cameos, <laughs> right? He writes a fucking office to do them. And he doesn't even, and he's just like holding the phone, so it's just like his big, stupid head. It's right? a silhouette because it's the fucking windows in the background. Oh. You can't even see. And you can, can see the ocean, right? Like course, there's an you ocean. You can't see thing? shit in the window. But it's, he, it's he washed has a, out. He has, a, he has a, a, t- a dual office with Rebecca Moore, so whenever he does a cameo, you see her giant rubber tire lips like behind his head. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the thing. You walk into that office, so you don't know who's who. It's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> they need signs on their doors. <laughs> Vince is both- the, Vince has the bigger tits. <laughs> and they're both wearing lace. Yes, definitely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right, so let's here, here's one for Rebecca for, hasn't killed anyone as far as I yes. know. Buy Jed for Jim. That much. Hey Jim, Vince Neil here. Hey buddy, have a, a Miley Christmas and a happy crew year. Shut up. And 2020 Hold on. is an all new beginning. Did he write the so. Rust blurb? Because that's the same <laughs> level of humor. Yeah. No, he did not. Hold on, this has two more seconds. I'm Keep rocking. Play Keep it over. Right. Play it over. I talked over it. Yeah, we don't have to talk over it. It's going to be over in a hey, second. Hey, Jim. Vince Neil here. Hey, buddy. Have a, a mildly Christmas and a happy crew year. And 2020 is a whole new beginning. So <laughs> keep rocking. Keep rocking. Sounds like doing his channeling he's, cousin Brucey there. <laughs> that's, that's 2020 here on 60s on 60 on FM. That was 14 seconds. So that was $28 a second that he was getting paid. Fuck Jesus you. Christ. Oh, jeez. Here's another one. Same location. Hey, Travis. It's Vince Neil from Motley Crew. Hey, buddy. Stoked Do you notice know this? Every single one you've played, he says, hey, twice. Hey. It's like he's filling yeah, time for fill this time. Like, 30-second hey, fucking thing. I have a question. Yes. If I go to Vince Neil's cameo page or whatever, can you... Are these all public? Like you can see everyone's. Are these the you people could, you, opted in to show these? You can when you request the cameo, you can you can check off. I I'm allowing mine to be public. I see. And but then they only show like the most recent X amount. Okay, it's not like, what, all. I was gonna them. say, what if you get Vince Neil to like say to tell a girl that you like to like she, you want her to suck your dick or something? Maybe you don't want that. Well, he can reject that. But yeah, also you he can, wouldn't can, reject that. You can control if you want your did, like I for example the Rebecca yeah. Moore one I did not make. Oh. I, did, I felt like that was you, that was, you that. made it public yourself. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. You have to get the exclusive <laughs> from us. Fair. It's the only good thing she's ever done in her career. <laughs> That, uh, that kid riding his bike in the 80s is now killing it in real estate in Newport Beach. That's pretty badass. Congratulations. What? Oh, we we'll got to hear this she's again. Kill- who is he and, killing uh, in Newport Beach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Razzle's family Phrasing. safe? <laughs> Let's hear that again. Hey, Travis. Hey. It's Vince Neil from Motley Crew. Hey, buddy. Stoked to know that uh, that kid riding his bike in the 80s is now is killing it in real knows? estate in Newport Beach. That's well, pretty badass. Congratulations, brother. We'll see you soon. Like number and, one. Uh, Can we go back he, to the way he pronounces Newport Beach? I can't rewind here. We have to hear Newport the whole thing. Newport Beach. He's rocking. Like, this is such great. Let's hear it again. Oh so he couldn't even blow his nose. He couldn't. Like, oh, he's obviously okay. reading he this. He couldn't glue his dentures in. Yeah. He's reading this off the request. He's like, all right, let me see. All right, so keep on being the what is this, a kid from Newport Beach? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's hear it again. Like, listen to him read hey, Travis, this. Travis, it's Vince Neil from Molly Crew. Hey, hey buddy. buddy. Stoked to know that uh, that kid riding his bike in the 80s is now killing it in real estate in Newport Beach. Beach. That's pretty Beach. badass. Congratulations, <laughs> brother. We'll see you soon. 
and uh, keep rocking. Keep rocking. All right, let's Please. move it. Let's you know what this reminds? Like the, the way he says these things reminds me of that drop that we have of Rob of Rob saying "pussy." <laughs> yes. So this one was twenty seconds, so they got a better value for their Patreon. Twenty dollars a second they got. Oh God. Pussy. <laughs> Now here's, here's another. Yeah, like these are so good. These are so good. Hey, hey, hey Rebecca, it's me, Vince from Molly Crew. Hey, Merry Christmas! Every time. Uh, super excited to see you this summer. Super excited. It's going to be a kick-ass one. How's your pussy? Uh, watch me kickstart the heart. Pussy. Uh, Avery, Jack, and Jim got you some great seats uh, for your birthday. So. Happy birthday, and uh, have a motley Christmas. Bye-bye. He, he, he called. He's like, a Jack, a uh, Jim, got you great uh, tickets. He couldn't even, he couldn't even redo. He's charging 400 fucking dollars for this. Wait a minute. And he got the guy who's paying him his name wrong, oh. and it would be too much effort. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm a little skeptical of that one. Jack and Jill? No, this is by, like, so it says who bought it and who it's for. Jack. By Jim for Rebecca. And he called oh, him Jack. Jack. Oh. oh, Jim. Oh, Let's, so he was Let's go back to the videotape. Of the poetry, yeah. of the poem, Jack Pussy. and Jill. So, hey, hey, hey. Sorry, what were you going to say? Rebecca, it's me, Vince Neal from Molly Crew. Hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, super excited to see you this super summer at Wrigley Field. It's going to be a kick-ass one. Uh, and watch me kickstart the heart. Uh, it's hard. Every Jack it's and Jim guy got some great seats. I hear that Jack and Jim got you great seats. Maybe it like, was two people. people you don't know. Trump, maybe, maybe I think of twins. like instead of acknowledging his mistake, just, just rolling like along. Needs to kickstart his heart, like yeah. right there and yeah. then <laughs> for your birthday. So birthday. happy birthday and uh, have a motley Christmas. Bye bye. It never occurred to me that kickstart my heart might be like a request. Yes, now that he's passed out on <laughs> it's stage a cry for help. <laughs> Look out! Kicks out of my heart. No, really. Now while get the paddles. Now while uh, he did get <laughs> J- Jack or Jim's name wrong, <laughs> you did too. Uh, but you're now, not getting paid four hundred dollars. No, no, no. I, I I did that on purpose. But that was a twenty six second cameo. So best value so far fifteen dollars thirty eight cents a second for that cameo. And now here's another like what a, this is beautiful. We have to keep checking in with these. Hey, Alex. Vince Neil here, hey buddy. <clears throat> Double oh haze every fucking time. What is wrong with him? Clear He's your fucking throat, serial dude. killer. I can't get over the double haze. Wow. I can't get over it. Hey, you're listening to CBS Kickstart My Heart. He really does sound like a shitty DJ. He sounds like Casey Kasem. He does. Let's hear a little more. Gotta tell you, man, you gotta move out of your mom's fucking basement, dude. Um, hope to see you in uh, in Montreal. And, uh, man, keep kicking ass. Rock on, brother. What, what Someone paid that? $400 what? to Vince Neal to tell his buddy to move out of his mom's basement. In a shitty DJ voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Just so you know, my friend Joel, sitting in his mom's basement, playing Xbox all day long on Sirius FM, baby. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you could tell that he's, a, like, a marketing... Like, he's very aware of marketing because he promoted his own gig in that yeah. town, so the kid buys a ticket. You think this kid who lives in his mother's basement <laughs> can afford a fucking Volley Crew ticket? Well, that's why he lives in the basement. He's Save blowing all his money on Volley Crew tickets. Hey, kid, why don't you get a razor and shave that neck beard? Hey, 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 it's Vince Neil. 
here on Cameo, baby. <laughs> Go so, get the Clippers. So now all of those were in the same location. So he, he just made like twelve, sixteen hundred dollars banging these out in like Jeez. less than five minutes. Like all of these were less than not even thirty seconds. He was banging those out. Now here's another location. So this was a separate time and in the kitchen. this is the one that looks like he's in a parking lot or something like where the fuck are you hey this is vince neal live from the parking lot baby hey 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 i just, just want to let you know that my friend joel or actually jim jack's friend joel <laughs> couldn't get pussy if he walked into a pet store you're listening to vince neal here on the mighty cameo baby stay with us kickstart my heart so uh, here's one from Christian. <laughs> oh, so this one's in a parking lot, and I believe, like, he, he sounds a little drunk here. <laughs> what, he, <laughs> this is Vince Neal. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil. and uh, Shout the devil. Shout at the devil. Yeah, do some feel-good stuff in, four, in big old 4-0, big old you, man. Fuck what? Jesus Taylor. Christ. $400 oh, okay. well spent, baby. Okay, all right. Uh, it's your birthday. <laughs> uh, just shout out to the devil in home sweet home. Yeah, all right. Something, something, I don't know. What are the other songs that I have? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> He's the guy that, like, it's 2 a.m. at the bar. And he just has the most important thing to tell you. You don't know this guy. <laughs> and he's just. He grabs you by the shoulder. Listen, I heard it was your birthday. <laughs> guy over there told me. Listen, man. You can say I know I don't know you, but I fucking love you. <laughs> You're fantastic. Don't have to change. Kickstart my heart. Shout out to Devil. See you in Montreal. See you in Montreal. <laughs> Kickstart my heart. I Pussy. forgot to say hey. Hey, hey. Kickstart my heart. Shout out to Devil. House we home. And Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood for sure. Okay? Girls, girls, girls. Girls, girls. I think I did so many girls. <laughs> one less take off one of the girls. Hey. By the way, we have... Um, Being a pretty good drunk person for a sober person. We have a clip of a, uh, a, cut, a song that was cut from their last oh, album. This is Vince Neil from Vince Neil's demo collection. Here it is. It's just him saying, hey, hey, wait, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Sorry. Bleach. <laughs> what is he? It's. Yeah. And people keep paying for it. They go on there. They see what the product's going to look like. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's worth my money. And the last one was Rebecca. Did Rebecca Moore do a cameo oh with God. Vince Neil? Hey, you waiting. Hey, hey, if they had a child, it would a syringe would just pop out of her vagina. That would be their child. <laughs> like a Botox. The fetus would be trapped by all the wax and fucking uh, oh. like paraffin wax that's inside of her skin. Um, I just I can't believe he charges four hundred and like can't even. Let's hear that one again. We want to pays it. Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neil. Hey, say, Pause uh, it. Sorry, sorry. I know I keep interrupting. I shouldn't do that. I need to know, what is the person's name who purchased, who this is directed at? Is it Tucker? Decker? For Derek. Derek. <laughs> what? Then I need to know what he says again. Oh my Start God. that at the top. 
Decker Doku Docker Dicker. Don so, Dokken. Oh, it looks like you could respond to these. And oh, Derek no. writes, my favorite singer of all time called me Decker. Ha ha ha. This is now my new nickname. Amazing. Wow. Let's hear it again, please. He changed his name. Hey, Decker. This is Vince Neal. Hey, uh-huh. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, hey, it's actually from uh, uh, Christian Womb. Ethan and Blake. So, Christian uh, Womb? Keep on rocking, shout the devil, and, uh, and do, do some uh, good stuff at four. Uh, big old, big old four row, you man. All right. See you later. <laughs> He's fucking. Big old four row. I just ate man. a veal parmesan. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like a pig. <laughs> oh, if only that was He's what was. He's fucking Boomhauer. There's <laughs> geeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep on rocking, man. You do that, man, okay? <laughs> uh, hey Decker man, they Decker Day doing that thing, the birthday thing there, man. No man. He's Boomhauer but like on heroin. Slower. You just keep doing that hey, thing Decker, there. You go there with the thing, the four O U, you know what I mean? Don't ball that ball ball boss man, okay? You know, for wow. all the money that the people spent. I think it's been put to good it's use. It's priceless yeah. for us. Like for, yeah. them, and for them, like I imagine it's hilarious yeah. too. They're probably replaying it as much uh, as we are. It's sad for Vince Neil. Hey, Jesus. Decker, this is Vince Neil. Hey, I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So, uh, Can we see who this keep was on from, rocking, too? Shout the devil yeah. and, uh, and do, do some feel-good stuff at four, in big old, big old four-row, you man. <laughs> All right. See you later. What? Who did you just say? I think he wished him a happy 40th birthday. Big old 4 we going to do to do. Oh, wow. All right. Go do to do. All right. There's one. I don't know. There's one more. It looks like it's either in a van or like a small private jet. (laughs) I can't tell. So he's either trying to lure kids in with candy or he's on Epstein's plane. Yeah. (laughs) One or the other. Allegedly. Parody. (laughs) Hey, hey, Jake. This is Vince Snell from Motley Crue. Hey, buddy. Just want to wish you a very happy birthday on New Year's Eve. And uh, this is from, from... Actually, it's from Jess, Veronica, and Itchy. Itchy. So have, a, have a great and birthday, scratchy. and uh, take care, man. We'll see you soon. Keep rocking. That was uh, the most coherent of the bunch. I know, but it's like, that. all he says is, hey, name, happy birthday. This message is from name, name, and name. But that's See what they're giving him. They're giving him script to say. Yeah. I assume, right? You have, that's what you have to do. Yeah, you could. You could. Like he did try. Oh, like there is the option to have him improvise. Well, maybe people no, saw the other ones were improvised, and they got Decker and Boomhauer coming out. Well, no, there was the one about living in your mama's base. But you could write in a little message for them to say. But also, they could not say something nice. You know, like yeah. not. not well, like, who, people that like Motley Crue hate their friends clearly. They're not nice people. So there's reviews as well, oh. and I love. Here's one really great negative one. A lot of them are like, "Oh, perfect! He, it was great! It was great!" This one, it was terrible. One of the most expensive cameos, and he messed up the message. Instead of inviting people to my event, uh, to my event, he invited men to the event, <laughs> and all the words were mumbled and uncoordinated. 
Wait, why aren't you reading it in the Ken Pierce voice? Ah. Can we hear that one, though? Without, that he fucked no, up. we can't. It seems as if he did it in a hurry just to comply and get the money. You don't what did you expect? It's Vince Neil. Come on, man. Yeah. What the fuck, man? You didn't get Winston listen, Churchill. Listen to, to this cameo. fucking. Listen to this review. Thanks so much, man. Was awesome. The M3 show was top notch. Whoever booked Dockin after you is a moron. You should have been the headliner. Many people like us left after your set. Thanks for continuing to give rock fans a fun concert experience. Thanks for the shout out. Please keep rocking. I guess this was for a solo band because no way Motley Crue is playing before fucking. Dockin. Well, Dockin. Maybe he was trying to book Dockin, and they booked Decker. They booked the guy. They booked the guy named Decker because he was trying to say Dockin. <laughs> That's why the guy didn't enjoy the show as much. You get the real Dockin. It's great. Here's one. Minimal return on purchase. Didn't mention one of the two things I asked to mention. Four hundred dollars. You can't even like get it right. Like it's. Uh, I I have very minimal sympathy for these people. If so, you spend that much for this guy. If you spend four hundred or whatever dollars you spend, and the guy doesn't say the shit correctly, you don't get your money back, right? Like no, I guess not. He did the video. There must be a disclaimer that says you know that they won't say. Everything. I, I think it's like suggested uh, things Copy. to mention, not like required. I'd say that's fair to a point, but at some point, if the guy just slurs incoherently for like thirty <laughs> seconds, like has he really performed? The service that he was supposed to render for you. I feel like there's a disclaimer that says, by giving us your credit card information, you are legally verifying that you're a moron who does, does not deserve <laughs> to have money. I'm sure it's that in a slightly less harsh language, yeah. but, you know, I would say you might have a claim at some point. I mean, if it's that bad, if it's yeah. that bad. I get that there's latitude, you know, because, I mean, but Jesus Christ, that's so off. <laughs> So we'll we'll be keeping an eye on the uh, <laughs> on the cameo page of Vince Neil. Any other anyone other celebrities that are uh, horrible? I wish Frankie Palmieri would do it. Well, I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I didn't do any research prior. Him so. him. Wouldn't someone have to want to hear what do? he says? Like four dollars. I mean, you could put, you could list yourself. You know, it doesn't. If he was on there for a reasonable price, I feel like we should get him to do Metal Injection live cast promos every week. Oh, we can just make him say embarrassing things. He would be the new Bland. (laughs) You just hire him at a very reasonable price to be the new Bland. Andy Dick, $99. Make him say he has a crush on Robert Pazabini. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make Vince Neil say some stuff now. I wish the price would go down. Bam Margera, Margera, 65 bucks. That's okay, sad. that's not. I mean, that's a fair price. <laughs> yeah, it's very fair, but it's sad for him. Yeah, who else? Anyone else cheap? I mean, there's it? a ton of people. Uh, cheap, everything, all the prices. Can you there. sort by price? Let's see. Who the cheapest person is on Cameo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a dollar ninety nine filter. Uh, high, low to high. Price, low to high. You can do price low to high. <laughs> I'm curious. Curious who the most expensive is too. So the lowest are okay. So Glenn Gronkowski, twenty-two dollars. Is that just uh, Rob Gronkowski's brother or something? I assume so. There's just like nobody uh, artists. Oh. Uh, very low, very cheap. Uh, I guess you got to scroll before you hit. The- what was the price for the worst one? Oh, here we go. Linnell. Uh, for forty dollars. Is that from uh, Borat? Yes, that lady. She was oh. the 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 
Was she like the stripper? She was, no, like she was a, a prostitute. Prostitute yeah. hired to be his yes. wife. <laughs> All right. His wife. 40, you said, for that? 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, well, is she an actress, or was she just yeah. uh, like... like uh, yeah, she's a comedian. I didn't know. I thought it was... I actually thought that was uh, sort of cinema verite casting. Like, not that she was a hooker, but... Just they found someone. A street person? Uh, no, not a, not a homeless person. Eric Roberts, $50. Oh, my God. And, uh, which oh. is the same price as Alan Covert, who you might know as one of Adam Sandler's buddies that he puts in his movies. Oh, God. <laughs> right, what's he look like? I'll tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, know, I know him from sight. Yeah. Oh, that, that fat guy who plays a cop and everything has one of these with the mustache there. What's his Kevin name? Kevin Chamberlain. Yeah, I never knew his name. You would know him 100% by sight. Look up his IMDb. Tia Carrera, $50. I think so far that's yeah. the best value. Yeah, for sure. Mindy Sterling, also $50. Oh, the, uh, the Austin Powers. Yeah. Frau, Frau uh, Farbissima. Uh, we're just going through cameo prices here on the Metal Injection. Can you, can you play... Um, I want to see what Tia Carrera said to people. See if there's a good <coughs> oh, one. She was Carrera. just at Sirius, and she yeah. looks... Fantastic. How old is she? She was 50? so cute. Uh, I don't know her age. Does she look the same or like older fantastic? Uh, She she kind of looks the same. Cool. Good. She was walking around like heels and like a tight black skirt and a tight black shirt with her boobs sticking out. That's pretty much how she dressed before. Yeah. yeah. She, she was very sweet. Hey, Brian. Uh, I really loved working on Wayne's World and it uh, changed my life. It went from, you know, who's Tia Carrera? Oh, they actually Tia asked Carrera, her As they say in the business. Um, the best part was getting to sing the role. And uh, I knew that nobody else could sing it and act it like it's I a do. Message. And um, I'm working on some new music, which is more like violin, cello. Okay. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I'm sure that people ask Vince Neil questions too, but he just probably doesn't even bother reading. The what rest. could you even ask him? Like, how do you sleep at night? That would be my question. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Are you haunted by the ghost of the yeah, person you killed? Seriously. With vehicular manslaughter. Can we please have Sid? Yeah, you know, I'm a, I, hello, Derek Docker Decker. I am not haunted at all. I don't even remember that shit happening. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get him when he's sober. He does yeah. the DJ voice. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> Yes, the ghost of Razzle haunts me every single night on CBS FM, baby. Well, rather than waste your money on a Vince Neil cameo, I suggest putting your dollars to the new release from Intronaut. This month, Intronaut will release their sixth full-length album, Fluid Existential Inversions, via Metal Blade Records. The album features some of the most dramatic and epic sounds of their career, and it includes keyboards for the first time in the band's history, along with an appearance from Ben Sharp, who you may know as Cloud Kicker, mm. resulting in a unique finished product that stands apart from Intronaut's catalog. I've heard the album I got in advance. Spoiler, it's very, very good. Ooh. A lot of great doomy riffs. Uh, I mean, like, Intronaut should be on your radar already, but if they're not, you know, they're stonery in the vein of Mastodon, and you can purchase your copy and listen to some new singles uh, from Fluid Existential Inversions right now at MetalBlade.com slash Intronaut. It's I-N-T-R-O-N-A-U-T.
Can I do it in your Vince Neil voice, the radio one? All right. Hey, hey, you should check out a good album, Metal Blade. $400. <laughs> That was Vince Neil. Bless. Bless. I don't know. Like, what, how much would, is there anyone that you would pay that amount of money to give you like a 10 second message? No, no. Literally no one. Yeah, same. If you told me to I think could, even like on a goof, I don't know who I would. Who, if, who. if I was told I could bring one of my grandparents back to life to have a conversation with them for $400, I wouldn't even do that. I'll keep <laughs> my fucking money. Thank you. I'm good. I was gonna. Is there like anyone like maybe like a gift for Mama Raba that she would like? Oh yeah. My mom would be would be so offended because she would immediately ask how much does that cost? Yes. And I would have to tell her. And if she knew, I would. I spent four hundred dollars on some video. Like it would. Like she would. She would. She would have a heart attack. Yep. (laughs) Like it would be the. It would be the. It would be. Like the complete opposite of a thoughtful yeah. gift. It would be like the inverse yeah. of like, wow, it was so. It would be like the complete opposite of that reaction, you know. <laughs> That's the truth. It's like happy birthday, mom. I burnt four hundred dollars <laughs> yeah, in your honor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that, Robert? You need to be more thrifty. <laughs> Is there any amount where she'd be okay with it? Like, if it was her favorite celebrity and it was thirty bucks, she'd probably still be like, yeah. that, that would That'd be, be all right. Yeah, yeah. It would be like, oh, she'd be like, for 30 bucks, that's okay. How much is Ala Pugachova? <laughs> yeah, or like Philippe yeah. Kirkorov. <laughs> Who's that? That's her, Ala Pugachova's ex-husband. Oh. Is this a Ala Pugachova remix? No, no, that's... No, this was... I was loading a different story because I was going to transition to talk about, you know, like, when I see my mom, I kiss her on the cheek. And when I see any relatives and there's any kissing involved, it's a cheek kiss. Yes. So I don't understand but these it's fucking... Not, hold on. But it's not like your lips don't really touch. It's like a cheek to cheek, right? Or do you actually? No, put you, you, on the cheek. you don't get a corner going. You put. You actually put. Out. A I lip mean, like on the ch- skin, or is it kind of like like? like when I like kiss a relative, side? I try to go v- way far afield from any mouth uh, uh, anywhere. It's a little, little bit. Of, there's a little bit of lip there, but you can get corners sometimes. It's like you're not trying to. It yeah, happens. That's corner. understandable. You're not going full on lip. Not yeah. full on lip, yes. Not like, ha- like a half and half, I would say. But I, I, I would. But you're not then like, sometimes like sucking like in the cheek. Actually, no. What? No, like a, like a peck. Okay. There's a reason we're bringing this up. The reason I'm bringing it up is because there's footage now, and now the, we're veering slightly into politics, of Joe Biden kissing his fucking granddaughter on Ugh. the lips. Ugh. His granddaughter. And it's like, okay. Was she into it? Yes. Well, then there you go. Weird. They got a weird family. It's like that SNL sketch with the family where they all like tongue fuck each other, yeah. basically oh, yeah. spit into each yeah. other's mouths. But like Biden is already uh, <laughs> having a bad rap for being a creep and like being handsy and, and too touchy feely. Yeah, but he's leaning into it, man. And he's like doubling down by kiss, fucking. Yeah. Honestly, he's lived this long. Just lean, yeah. Why, why ruin your fun this late in the game? Just fucking well, be the creep you are. Sid, I would. Be completely on board with that. I th- I honestly think the fact that he's in this race is elder abuse. I think <laughs> I don't think he wants it. I don't think he's enjoying himself, and I think he's being asked to do it because they think he's just got Obama, uh, you know, rub. Basically, I think he at first didn't want it, and then was convinced to want it, 
And now he's just it, like in this weird space of like, well, now I actually do want it, but nobody else does. God right. damn it. Why did I do this? Well, I was I don't remember what I was listening to the other day, but they had a great point, which is that we should just let Joe Biden continue running. But like, don't like he's it's not like allowed to win, room. but let him think. <laughs> it's like a make a wish. Let him go to all the tours. <laughs> kiss, you know, well, don't let him kiss uh, the little well, girls, but, yeah. you know, do, do his thing. And then tell him he won and then put him in some house and tell him it's the White House. And that's it. <laughs> that's like the best Black Mirror episode that they haven't made yet. Yes. You just t- you find someone for him to be his running mate. And whoever he picks, <laughs> whoever he picks, he picks, you know, Elizabeth Warren. What was that guy? What was get, the bully's the, name that he gave? That the, what was the guy's corn name? Corn Pop. Yes. There you go. Make <laughs> Corn Pop the running mate. You should, mentally, should you put him in hypnosis? <laughs> You tell him, you want to pick Corn Pop. I want to pick Corn Pop. And then you find a guy to play Corn Pop. <laughs> but he hated Corn Pop. That was the thing. But that's, that's why he's bridging gaps. Oh, he's, it shows how bipartisan yes, he is. Yes, he can compromise even with Corn Pop. See, if, I can, if, I can, if I can work it out with Corn Pop, man, these Republicans, we can all get together. We can really so, do things. Also, he was talking about yes. uh, his, his, his granddaughter. granddaughter. And he said the creepiest thing I've ever heard. A lot of he said, well, he's talking about raising a young girl. And he says, when your daughter's about 12 and a half years old, you put this little butterfly in bed and you kiss it goodnight. And the next morning you walk in and there's a snake in the bed. What? Joe Biden really does not understand animal metamorphosis. (laughs) Right. Does he have any daughters? No, he had two sons. So what the fuck is he even talking? Well, Well, Sid. He answers that. Oh, no. He also says, but granddaughters not only love their grandpops, but they like them. And that's the great thing. Thank you, baby. He said before giving her a quick peck on the lips. So, <laughs> oh. so just to elaborate, <laughs> women are snakes except when they're around their grandfather. But on all other times, they're disgusting human beings. That's his, that's his uh, premise there. Okay, got it, Joe. Thanks. Good luck. I don't even know. If the, I don't. I can't even begin to guess what the premise is. I can't even get that coherent of a narrative out well, of what he said. Well, let's dig into it. He oh, said, "When they so turn twelve, you put them in bed. They're a butterfly. Probably meant like a caterpillar that turns into a butterfly, but whatever. <laughs> you get. You put them in bed. They're nice. They're sweet. That's what a butterfly means. They wake up. They're a snake. They want to ruin your life. So they become a woman. They grow up. They well, want to ruin he, your life. Does he mean become a woman or just teenagers suck? Either way, he's pretty yeah. much shitting on girls, right? Yeah. He's either shitting on girls or shitting on women. Yeah. It's but for some reason, they love their grandpa and want to make out with him. Well, oh, maybe that was a veiled Elizabeth Warren reference because she was memed as a snake. Remember? For yeah. a few I weeks. I can't there. imagine he's that together <laughs> and with it. Look at how he's kissing her. Well. That is a romantic yeah. kiss. She is fully leaning in. Yeah. Well, because she's not. This is her first kiss, probably. Oh, oh boy. This ain't her first Biden kiss, oh, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so. It's her so first gross. public kiss. Yeah. They're oh, very affectionate. They're official now. But didn't he do that like three times on the same tour? He kissed her publicly. Well, you got to play the hits. Come on, man. What do you, what do Wait, you think hold on. people are showing like, up to the rallies this for? This is free. There's a full body shot, too. Look at how they're standing. Oh. They're like a couple. And like, her, like where's, her, where's her other hand? It's like Ew. by her skirt. She probably wants to finger her, it's too. She's sort of like tugging at her skirt. Like she wants to hike it up for him. Yeah, it's very sexual. Like out of habit. I've seen I it. Don't, I don't want to slander this poor girl. Maybe just be a bad shot. I don't know. 
Yeah. Oh, and they're holding hands. Yeah. He's holding her hand. She didn't ask to be born into this wretched, disgusting family. (laughs) 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 Fucking crackhead (laughs) uncle, whatever the fuck. Uh, So, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah, here it is. By the way, uh, Douglas Levison points out in the chat, just to go back to our previous topic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, uh, just, like I'm playing the video. Noah motion. is like yeah. scanning through the video of him kissing back and forth like a boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. Noah spank bank. She's got a TikTok yeah, of them making my, out. My, my, my penis has, has gone inward and uh, is now like, ugh. Yeah, just, that's your it's Rebecca Moore your video right, right there. That's how you. <laughs> this is I, now I understand your pain, Darren. Uh, but anyway, Doug Levison in the chat uh, points out that Tommy Lee is on cameo. For the much more affordable price of three hundred and ninety nine dollars, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one dollar bid on Price Is Right. He had to Holy do it to his own fucking bandmate. Moly. Wow! And, and it's ba- like it's weird. Okay, so <laughs> most of them are twenty seconds, and like in the dark. Some of these you can't even see his face. And what's funny is in his description he writes no promos. <laughs> so by he, the way, Mick Mars one dollar. <laughs> so let's see. Let, let's hear some. Of Just these. donate some stem cells. Yo. Hey, Cheryl and Bill. It's Tommy Lee from Motley fucking crew, dude. <laughs> um, happy Groundhog Day. And um, Turn the background music congratulations on. Congratulations on getting hitched. Rob, stop yeah. chewing. Oh, no, that was Tommy. Sorry, that was Tommy chewing. That's it. 400 video. bucks. All right, let's hear another Did you one. hear him chewing there? That's just his dry mouth from all the drinking <laughs> he's doing. Cotton mouth. Hey, what's up, Bunny? It's Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. I got a shit. I love that he. It's like he's he can't believe he's yeah. Tommy Lee from Motley. I can't Crew. believe I'm doing fucking cameo, yeah. bro. What am I Shout doing in my life? From your man Anthony, he says that you make some fucking amazing bikinis and that you should keep doing what you're doing, making beautiful bikinis. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, there you go, bunny. <laughs> hey, bro. I love that these are low effort in a completely different kind of way. I like way. that he realizes halfway through how stupid the thing he's reading <laughs> is, and he just has to pause, let it sink in a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Tommy's up, boy. Keep on racking it. He's not your heart. This is Tommy Lee from Motley Fucking Crew, bro. Can't believe I went through all my money on who is in heroin, bro. Yeah. Got just cameos. Just off camera is his accountant saying, yes, you have to do these. Alimony payments, man. His accountant ran over to his house. The cameo is in, installed on his accountant's phone. <laughs> yeah. He's shoving this phone. You have to do 18 of them. He's like, okay, but I'm not turning off my MSNBC. All right, but, <laughs> all right, but you want you should work for Mechanical Turk instead of this. <laughs> Come on. Get it together. Yo. Dennis. Yo, yo, yo. It's Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, bro. What's up? I think I missed it by a day, but better late than never. Happy 18th birthday, my oh, man. That's so rad. Um, man, I hope you have a great one, bud. Yeah! But also, like, what? 17 going on 18-year-old, their biggest gift is a fucking message from Tommy uh, Lee? I can't, like, ex- I can't get is across. Is that, like, one of his illegitimate children, and this is the first time he's heard from him I've in a never, while? I've never. Yeah, besides <laughs> your dad that walked out on I, I've eight. never sensed what a person smells like more <laughs> than, like, watching this video. Like, he looks like he smells like... Like he has like beer and cigarette breath, and like he hasn't showered in a few days. He didn't, he didn't even take off his reading glasses for this. They're like above his head. It's he just does. like oh, he's, he, he's crinkling his nose, like he's smelling his own ass. But it's so like <laughs> he still seems like 
more together than, than oh by a hundred percent like a million percent more you know and like, like he's having his own problems he got into a fight with his son last like his son beat him up he should write a cameo to him to record <laughs> yeah. it well here's another one here's Free. one 40 seconds hi nikki it's tommy lee from motley crew how are you um this message comes via lou um he's he said that you're having a really he's... hard time uh with family and your dad is sick. Ugh, I know that drill. It sucks. Um, well, he and I just want you to know that you're loved and you're strong as fuck, I hear. <laughs> um, and also, I'm going to say hi to Pablo and Celine. They love so you weird. too. Why is this so public? Do all your friends. Well, it's that was nice, though. <laughs> I don't get why he can't turn off the TV or whatever yeah, he has in the yeah. background. He is so that. fucking wasted. He works in music. Like, like he, he knows this. And you're charging $400. Yeah, but he has a producer to tell him that when he's recording music. Well, here, yeah, this uh, one, he got the memo because this one's in a car. He knows how mics work. Monique! <laughs> he knows Happy he care. fucking 48th birthday. Um, I guess you're... Wow, the sun is like... Like beaming on him, and it, it's like exposing. Wait, his son all... is beating on him in the video. <laughs> oh, the son, I'm the son. I'm sorry, Monique. Help! He said his son is my, peeing on my him. My son has he, me pinned on the floor. Like you really see sorry. his age, like from this angle of just like his the wrinkles on his face and everything. Oh, it's not flattering <laughs> at all. Not at all flattering. <laughs> Your buddy Butler and Super Dave Mason. Asked me to give you a birthday shout out, so here it fucking is, and I hope it's fucking rad. I hope it's the best birthday ever, and um, yeah, fucking rock that shit. Can you imagine Davis staying to these? (laughs) Wish. Give it time. If that book doesn't sell, you might have to. All right, let's hear this one last. Yo, what up, Jerry? Happy freaking birthday! (laughs) Because I know there's little kids watching. It's Tommy Lee, man. Why the little uh, kids watching? Susan wanted me to send you a shout out. Susan, Um, content warning. Man, I'm sorry to hear about your father. Jeez, why would? Um, I know the drill. (laughs) He knows the drill again. Two years ago, and it sucks. (laughs) I'm Um, being informed that your father was killed by a giant drill bit at work. (laughs) Sorry, that was a bad reference. Can't even watch the rest of it. It's just that that shouldn't be public. It's a lot of dead dad videos. What the? Your father was killed at the dentist by a drill that went too deep into his gums. I'm sorry, I should have used a different metaphor. Can we start this over? Sorry, man, I know how it is when my bandmate kills your father oh. in a car accident. <laughs> Dear sorry. Razzle. Dear Razzle Jr. For that one, we, I think we had to cancel two tour dates. It was a real bummer for us. Oh, my fucking God. Listen to these all day long. Oh, that was it. We'll we'll keep and and fans, please, uh, live casters, you know, uh, check out Cameo, see what you can find over there, see if there's some good weirdos with some, you know, half yeah, half-assed cameos. We love it. Um, you and, know, listening to these or like watching them is the same feeling I get when I watch uh, public access TV. Yes, it's like the yeah. same cringe. Yes, it's the same energy. Yeah. You know. uh, Darren, you wanted to uh, uh, mention this, uh, the longtime New York DJ, Harry Harrison. You Harry were just, Harrison. We were just uh, paying tribute <laughs> mildly he, to him. He passed away. 
so who is Harry Harrison? He was a DJ for a long time, very much in the same vein as Cousin Brucey. They were contemporaries. Uh, they were both on the air roughly the exact same years, except Cousin Brucey's still alive and still doing radio. But he is the guy that it's sort of when I do the Cousin Brucey voice, it's really like a composite between Cousin Brucey and this guy. He's the one that goes, good morning, love. He does his thing. Good morning, love. And when I do the, you know, 72 degrees in New York shitty, that was Harry Harrison. And saying hey twice. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm Vince Neil, Harry Harrison with you. <laughs> Z Morning Zoo. Yeah. So, yeah, he was just a long-time radio jock. There's a little. Oh, yeah, ABC, baby. He was also on CBS. Now for the next hour, let's imagine it's December 31st, 1976. You were just waking up, and who was on the air? The legendary DJ, Harry Harrison, a great tape restored for us by Rob Frankel. I was going to say, that didn't sound like Harry Harrison. I'm Harry Friday morning, Harry Harrison, WABC, December 31st. Chance of early morning snow flurries. Didn't see any as we came in, did we? A variable cloudiness. I can't with the echo. It's too bad. They're all like that. That's just was his thing. He had the echo on all the time. That's it. That's it. Even the most boring shit. Like, well, going to be giving away some tickets here at the top of the hour. I'll be encased in echo. FM, back by special <laughs> request. All right? It's 16 minutes to 8 o'clock in the morning. This is the Good same. Oh, wake up and smell Sounds the like El Dudorino sort of. Yeah, with when he did that. Uh, <laughs> the no nasal thing. This is the same effect that Brucey puts on his voice. I guess it's yeah. just like a thing from that oh, time. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's 8 o'clock already, huh? 7.44. Everybody got that holiday spirit, huh? That's right. We're into the holiday sanctuary. Going to Thailand, and we're going to go meet up with Rob and have a shrimp off. CBS FM. To you and the family. Uh, okay, Mr. G's weather and shadow traffic coming up. He came back as the gambler on TV. Kenny Rogers. Here's a song that inspired the movie. CBS uh, I, FM. I, Don't forget, we're granting Christmas wishes. Have you sent them in yet, huh? Hanukkah and Christmas wishes. Find out how your well, holiday dreams Harry. can come true. Keep listening to CBS FM 101.1. We start it tomorrow, the brand new Top 500 on CBS top FM. Top 500? Yeah, they, they do that every single year. Oh every year. Top 500 rock and roll songs of all time in order What's, for the course it, of one weekend. Is it always the same number one? No, the fans vote on the internet. Oh. It used to be like a fan vote in the old days. They did, they've been doing this for like 40 years. But they would vote, I guess you'd write in or you'd send letters. Yeah, and call. Yeah, now you, they, you just have a poll online somewhere. Wow. But so that's the top 500 songs. But I think right, they pick the top 500 and you just pick the order. Oh, my God. Or something. Or, or there's like a the thousand time? and you yeah. pick 500. Who's going to take the time to go through all those songs? There it's used just, to be jobs I mean, in the radio, song. Sid. If you're listening. No, I'm saying like a, on the fan voting end. Right, right. Oh, right. you just have your favorite song and you go you find just, it. Okay. Yeah. And, and then the, whoever gets the most votes is number one, yeah. I guess. I don't think you're ranking all 500. It's the CBS FM caucus. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that the CBS FM one goes way better. <laughs> but anyway, that was Harry Harrison. But if you're listening to CBS FM anyway, you probably don't want to hear anything other than those 500 songs over and over. That's a lot, though. Radio That's probably yeah, about you're 20. Right. You're right. Well, CBS FM is weird because they have like, I don't want to get too much into the nuts and bolts of CBS FM, but like they have certain times of the day when they only play like 80s songs and then mm. they have other times of the day where they play classic rock and then they play 70s hits. Okay. And, but it's, I guess, like all of those things go into one mishmash when they do this poll okay. thing. 
So it's like all of rock history. There's a lot of doo-wop shit in there. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, that was Harry Harrison. And, uh, Hashtag R.I.P. a legend. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> all right. Indeed. Bless his heart. God bless his mother. Was Harry Har- <laughs> Harry Harrison couldn't have been his real name, right? I don't know. That Let's I can't see. tell you. I'm sure. Well, cousin Brucey is not is, uh, a Bruce Morrow. He, that is his real name, not the cousin part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> There's so no cousin on his birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a cousin to someone. So I do want to mention also, by the way, if uh, you no, need his, that's actually his name, Harry Harrison. Yeah. Oh my, what Harold Harrison is that it? Or is it, is his name Harry or Harold? Harry, it says Harry. Maybe he just legally changed his name, and that's why. Does it say Nay? Uh, Jordan uh, Finkelstein. I uh, was born September 20th, 1930 in Chicago, Illinois, to Harry Harrison Sr. and oh. Mary McKenna Harrison. Oh, my God. Wow. So even his dad had a yeah. weird alliteration. He was name. so proud of his stupid name. He had to pass it on. Oh. Um, so I do want to point out, if you want even more new live cast, hit up our Patreon, yes. patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast for $5 a month. You get a bonus episode and a few little extras. Uh, and uh, this month's bonus episode, it just went up this past weekend. It's very good. It is uh, a roundtable about uncut gems. Ugh. A lot of talk about New York, about Adam Sandler, and this movie is very good. And honestly, I still think about this movie. Yeah. You know, All like it's yeah. uh, I'm, I'm like it still pops into my head little things about it. Kind of want to watch it again. I work exactly like there was a shot of him sitting by the fountain. Mm-hmm. That's like right next to where Sirius is. And it's also like in like near the Diamond District. So whenever I walk by those corners, I think about it, and I think about what a great job we did at reviewing <laughs> it. I dare say this is a, our best Patreon episode. Wow, to, to date, and they're all great. But this is we went above and beyond. For you this. have access to all of our previous Patreon bonus episodes as well for that five dollars a month, including our roundtable about the Lords of Chaos. We did a bunch of ones about the Fire Festival documentaries on Netflix. The North Pantera one, and uh, we My do, uh, speaking of Vince Neil, we do a uh, Motley Crue uh, shout out to Devil Netflix watch along. You can watch the movie with us. We did the entire Twilight series. No, we didn't. We've we did got Tads. the first two Fifty Shades movies were, <laughs> the third one's coming up, I think, in June. And uh, oh, by the way, so this month's, uh, this month's roundtable is about Uncut Gems, and if you're on the Patreon and you look in the comments, if you didn't happen to see the movie yet, there might be a little link there to help you out with that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, streaming situation. Yeah. This is how we win. <laughs> this is how you win. Listen to the Patreon episode. Uh, and with, so that's <laughs> patreoncom livecast. And uh, I want to read some hate. Mail. Wait, hold on. I just want to say thank you very much to people who have contributed to Patreon. Who are still contributing to Patreon? It yes, really means a lot to us. Yes. We know that you work really hard for that money. And we appreciate it. Yes, yes, we appreciate all your support. Thank you. And uh, we'll be shouting out our top livecast fans of the week in just a little bit. And uh, you can do, you can get one of them shout outs by contributing ten dollars a month. It's very exciting. There's other perks you can check out. But right now, I want to read some hate mail. You could email us. We'd love to hear from you and uh, hear your feedback. Hate mail and metalinjection.net, whether you're popping, whether you're pooping, or we're popping, <laughs> whether you're popping or pooping. Hey, mail at metalinjection.net is the email. You could send us, you know, a traditional email. You could record something with your microphone and send us that voice memo. You could use our SpeakPipe widget on our website, metalinjection.net slash livecast, and record something with your computer mic or your uh, phone microphone as well. 
So we have another follow-up from Encor, and uh, Encor was the one asking about love advice. Oh. And uh, or you okay? If well, he says I need to pronounce it differently. What his An- name? Encore? How do I? What other way? Uh, he says Anchor first off, Raba, if you can just somehow pronounce A N K O R E differently. Encore. Uh, that'd be a great help. It's my own fault. I didn't initially put a name in, Maybe and Angkor is pretty damn close to my actual name. You're the man. What? Okay. All right. I don't get what that means. Anyway, he goes, <laughs> hi, guys. So in the past couple of weeks, I've given thought to the advice you guys gave. I, of course, did not talk to my girlfriend about her butt. Thanks, Noah. That was the, so just to recap, mm-hmm. if you're new, uh, Angkor asked, he said he, w- he was in a loving relationship with his girlfriend, but- he enjoys big butts and his girlfriend does not have one. And he was afraid that that would impact their sex life. But then also said that they're having a great sex life. So it's not an issue now, but he's afraid it could be an issue later. If you're still with us, he goes, he didn't talk to his girlfriend about his butt. And then he says, but we did talk about our sexual preferences, which led great. to talking about how much fun we're having in the bedroom or wherever else the mood strikes. <laughs> Uh, he also said, I also gave some long, hard, and deep thought about our relationship. And again, I'm appealing to you guys for advice. To refresh, we've been together for over a year, and we're both approaching our mid-30s. Our relationship started out as friendship and organically grew from there. I do fear, though, that I may be too much of an asshole and don't want to break her heart. What? Uh, everybody tells me how crazy she is about me and I'm afraid I'll disappoint like so many times before. I do question my ability to commit long term. I have a past of self-sabotage, letting depression dictate my worthiness or lack thereof to be happy. The topic of marriage has come up and I've downplayed it, but her sibling is getting married and she may be getting the fever. How can I trust that I won't hurt her when I have hurt myself many times before? Hell, I have trouble committing to buying what's in my cart when food shopping. The idea of committing to a lifetime with someone gives me the sweats just typing it out. Thanks again for anything you guys have to say. Sorry for the length of the email. One. <laughs> Didn't know that was coming. I feel like this whole, all these emails are in and of themselves self-sabotage. He's like hoping mm-hmm. one of us is like, break up with her, break up with her, run away. So he has no. license to yeah. do it. Oh, wait, one second, Sid. Okay, thank you. That's what he wants to tell her, you're saying, in his but subconsciously? I feel like beyond anything else, you need a therapist. You need yeah. somebody professional to talk about these issues with, especially if you ma- you mentioned depression and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You should have somebody to work through this with. It sounds like there's a lot of like anxiety there. Like he's very, very anxious. I can see why well, you enjoy like, a podcast with four Jews because there is a lot of anxiety. There's anxiety, and then there's also the he's getting anxiety because he's not having anxiety. Yeah, he's waiting for the shooting. Yeah. yeah, which is what are you going to say, Darren? I, I was going to say, granted, this is not a two-way conversation, so we can't probe and ask more follow-up questions. But uh-huh. I, I'd love to know uh, what it is in what way. Does he think he's going to hurt this person? Is it, in other words, they're going to like, let's say, in the theoretical world where they do get married, is he going to abandon her, or is he just going to neglect her, or what is the yeah. what is his fear? Because that would make it easier for me to mm-hmm. sort of address what 
If you if you think those things are going to happen, sometimes it can be a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what he's it. saying is he's a he is starting to think also that you know she loves him more than he loves her, and that makes him uncomfortable, and that kind of sets off the cycle of like, oh well, is it fair to her to be with her if I don't like her? Do I like her? Am well, I really whatever? What Do I, I want to get also, married? What I hear also, and what he's saying is that he's like thinking about like the stuff he did in the past that would sabotage his relationships, and I believe that. Don't live in the past. Just live in what you have right now and appreciate what you have right now and don't compare it to anything else. I would ask him by what metric would you say that you think she loves you more mm. than you love her? Like what is giving him, leading him down that path to think Because she's probably able to enjoy, like, enjoy the moment and live in happiness And mm-hmm. because he's so anxious. It's hard for him to be present when he's like 10 miles ahead already mm. thinking of the future. That's what I would think. It's hard to say. We need more. Wherever you are, that's where you are, man. Just live in the now. You need to meditate. Can you get Vince Neil to say that? On a oh, yeah. no. Yeah, this is Vince Neil. Wherever you are, man, I'll go there. I don't care. We hey. should Next time we get a hate <laughs> mail from Anchor. Akron. Anchor. Decker. We should, uh, <laughs> we should have, we should write down our thoughts and then have Vince Neil say it. Actually, I don't want to pay $400. No. But let's have Eric Roberts say it <laughs> for sixty-five. I'd I'd chip in a quarter I think of that. He's only fifty. <laughs> oh, I'm saying let's wait fifteen years, <laughs> and then when he's at sixty-five. Okay. So then yeah. we have uh, uh, Chrissy who uh, sent us that very sweet email last week. She sent us a voice oh. message this week. Hi guys. Hang up. Who has he talked? Hang up immediately. <laughs> Hold on, Darren. You talked over. Yes. Good way to get your e- email deleted. Hi, guys. Here is the Portuguese girl who has Italian boyfriend and did that porn video that you saw the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That was actually a pretty fun joke. Well, uh, hi I'll again. Be the judge of that. Again, no, it's the first time sending a voicemail. Anyway, here is Crix. Yeah, my name is pronounced Crick's nickname in this case. Um, and I'm sending a voicemail this time just to clarify my name since Rob pronounced it wrong. Not that I'm mad, <laughs> nothing at all. Oh, Actually, I choose to to say to write my nickname because everyone does wrong my real name. Literally everyone since I was a kid. And I'm Christiana, but everyone says that, that I'm Christina and I fucking hate it. And I couldn't <laughs> imagine in my head when you're reading my email and say Christine. Oh, what happened? Oh. Did we lose audio or did her thing cut off? Her thing cut off. Uh, <clears throat> Christiana, we lost your email. And Rob Voice definitely mail. would have pronounced that wrong. Let me try, let's try this uh, in a different way. Okay. Just cut out the first eight seconds. <laughs> I would like to say obrigado, <laughs> which means thank you. Salud. Oh. I thought you sneezed. Mm. <coughs> Hi, guy. And Megadeth. Oh, 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 oh. There's oh. more. And uh, I'm yes. Christiana, but <laughs> everyone says that, that I'm Christina, and I fucking hate it, and I couldn't imagine in my head when you're reading my email and say Christina invest vez Christiana. So that's why I put uh, my nickname. You're Rob. What are you, fucking well, Vince Neil? I'm 
Uh, I'm sending hey, this hey. voicemail to clarify that, and thank you for reading my email. You were really kind, and uh, and I'm glad you enjoy the Nickelback content. Right mm-hmm. now, I have another thing to say. So this last Sunday, my sister and a few friends went to see Five Finger Dead Punch Ugh. and Megadeth. And uh, my sister told me a funny thing that happened on the concert. Basically, on Megadeth, the sound was awful. They only could hear the guitars. Of course. And it's actually pretty common in that venue. I don't know why. Once I went to see Between the Buried and Me, and the sound was so bad. But they weren't the headliners. Only the headliners had this perfect sound. Then the other bands had the shitty sound. And it was really sad because I was there to see Between the Buried and Me, and the sound was shitty. Anyway, my sister went to see uh, Megadeth and... Just to explain that, it's because the headlining band actually had time to do a soundtrack, mm. and oh. then they probably took so long with their soundtrack that the, the other bands didn't direct support, and all, they didn't have as long with their soundtrack, so they couldn't get the sound as good. That's usually why the headliner will have a better sound than the the rest of the line because they, they would only the do it between sooner? songs. What's that? Couldn't they just show up to the venue sooner? Well, the thing is, because of the backline, the uh, opening bands can't even put their stuff on stage until the headliners oh, soundtrack because okay. their stuff will be in, behind okay. all of their other stuff. And in the concert, the sound was really, really awful. And Dave stopped the show like two or three times to complain with the light guys. She said that he was always saying, please fix the light. We're going out and we come back again. And they leave the stage. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I love it. That's terrible. Come back t- again and start playing again. And my sister was just, so, what the fuck is going on here? And I know that you normally have Dave Mustaine on the show sometimes. Please, <laughs> Dave, I would like to hear from you personally. <laughs> Why you're complaining about the lights so much? I think it's pretty obvious now. <laughs> and uh, now I'm waiting for a Darwin impersonation of Dave Mustaine, of course. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what Christina is talking about right now. <laughs> Go back to Spain. Leave me alone. <laughs> now, isn't it pretty clear that the, he need, between songs, he's writing chapters of his book, so he needs the lights up. <laughs> well, they keep turning the fucking lights down, and he's scribbling all over the page. I'm on a very tight schedule here. <laughs> That's a multitasker. <laughs> Got to be up by September. Writing is hard. Especially when yeah. there's so many accolades to yeah. write about. Just so many accolades. It's hard, Noah. Get it. This lighting sucks, too. All right, there's a little more to her. Little... Uh, that's pretty much it. And I have a now another important question about food, because I know that you love food. I have a dilemma here. Since I moved to Luxembourg, I go to the cinema with my friends and I eat sweet popcorns. And everyone says that I'm crazy. That is a blasphemy. And I should die because <laughs> what? I ate sweet popcorns. Kind of Everyone here, do you have? like the most of my friends, Italians, Germans, uh, Greeks, well, Germans, they eat yeah. salty popcorn. Please, tell me that I'm not crazy. Tell me that you eat sweet popcorns too, or I'm really crazy. The Portuguese people are crazy for eating sweet co- popcorn. Uh, please uh, let me know what you think. And yeah, pretty much it. That's it. My name is Crix. If you don't know how to pronounce it, fuck it. 
if you want to hear the story about this nickname, because it's actually a name that uh, my high school friends call me, uh, let me know. Maybe I'll send you another voicemail. Sure. Well, Creeks. We would love to hear why you're named Creeks. Well, first of all, Kriks. and Christian. Before we get to that, Christiana, I'm very concerned that your friends would I- exhibit such violence toward you yeah. that they'd want you to die based on a food choice. Because, like, honestly, I don't like that at all. It's just more salty popcorn for me if my friend doesn't like yeah, it. Like, what do sure. I care? To answer your question, I like sweet popcorn, yeah. like kettle corn or caramel yeah. corn or. Yeah, chocolate uh, covered. Yeah, I, I would say that is perfectly it. fine to eat. I my preference my would co-hosts. be salty mm-hmm. popcorn, but, but I will not turn down sweet popcorn. My preference would be that you don't associate with this. Yeah, seriously, this is very disturbing. <laughs> like if I get one of those Christmas buckets of popcorn, oh, which yeah. I haven't gotten so in forever. Good. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Israeli I, guy. I, yeah, next year. I, I always start with the cheddar because that's the best. Yes. Then I'll go with the butter, but then I'm having the caramel corn, baby. Now, now, Rob is very intent on going back to the popcorn, but I especially <laughs> wish for you to get away from these people. Do you and know I want to say, one may not be safe. Okay, one I'll thing I love in the movie theaters, too, yeah. now, although the portions aren't as nice, is they have these Cheetos popcorn. So it's like the Cheeto dust and actual Cheetos with popcorn, and it's heated. So it's oh. like warm Cheetos. Oh. It's, it's nice. That's okay. So like what it. I like to do when I go to the cinema. <laughs> Is I'll get a large bag of popcorn, Cinema. salted, mm-hmm. and then I go and I put the butter on it myself, the and then I buy a cheese dip for the nacho. Oh shit! You're changing the game here. Okay, your f- <laughs> your friends are gonna really want to murder me because I dip the popcorn in that little cheese bucket. That's beautiful. But that's all salty. And eat it. I the think they're just problem. They they just are upset about the sweetness, so they think they'd be okay with you. With the cheese dip that's for the nachos? Salty. I don't know. They they seem like with popcorn elitists. the cheese elitist. dip is for the nachos? Now, you say you have German and Italian friends, and they want to murder you over your food choices. Could it possibly be that you're Jewish? Yeah. Are you Jewish? Send that in the next voice. It's back. never good when Germans and Italians get together. I think just run away. If you have a Japanese friend in there, oh my uh, God. you may have an axis of evil friends. Uh, <laughs> though if you eat sweet sushi, then you do have a problem. <laughs> So they would they yes. would be justified being. You don't like mango on your sushi? No. Yeah, maybe not corporal punishment, oh, but it's not good. A little mango. Avocado is the sweetest. I'll go. Oh in avocado sushi. is phenomenal. Of course. Of course. More neutral flavor. Anything meat with sweetness on it, just don't yeah, do it. No. What? What don't about like it. a grilled pineapple with ham? Nope. Don't do it. You know what? It's gross. I think I want to kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you, Noah. I like it. I can do a Wait, are you with me it's that you want to kill them? It just makes both things like taste it? worse. Yeah, I don't know why they need to be together. Why can't I just have a grilled pineapple or yeah. ham? I don't know why they need on to the be same together. Flavor. Yeah, but it makes both mm. things muddled and yeah. worse. What I, I like to I... eat, I like to put everything on the plate, and I like to just put a bit of every... Even dessert? Thing. Well, okay, not dessert, but like appetizer, salad, food, salad. all that. The fuck is a one salad. plate? You have a right to do that, and you're wrong. That's all. Yeah, you have a right to be wrong. <laughs> all right. Here, so <laughs> that was some Christiana. Very Greek, except for the first, like, 1.5% of it. <laughs> excellent, excellent yes. call. Top notch. Yeah. Excellent call. So let's, uh, then we have some drops from uh, Eric, I believe. Uh, we can end the show with some drops. Uh, I'm sorry, not Eric. Uh, hey there, livecast. Dan from Montreal here. I finally found some time to cut out some drops from the 
hundred plus shows that have been piling up over the years. Dan? Dan, Dan from Malheur. Wow, Dan. Hope you guys enjoy them and have a wonderful show tonight. As always, thanks for the great content and laughs. Au revoir. Did he get his shirt yet? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. All right, here's a... He could have said thank you in that little message. Well, he sent us a separate message. In great. Oh, okay. Send us, a, us a, a, a cameo of someone saying thank you to us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Hey, hey. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> Did Bobka lick your clit? <laughs> what? Oh, Robert. <laughs> Bang my ass like a like a hot dog with grill marks. <laughs> I was talking about, um, I almost said his real name. The oh, Rensky guy. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> almost said his real name. <laughs> I don't want to touch your penis. Okay. It's evergreen. <laughs> I'm such a man. <laughs> my penis is sometimes red. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The delivery of that is so These humble and like. <laughs> my penis is sometimes. Well, red. I don't want to brag. <laughs> it's like you're in a group therapy session. You're my penis forced. is sometimes red. Yeah. Hello, I'm Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, do you have anything to share red. this week? <laughs> my penis. This is sometimes red. Oh, that's okay, Darren. I sometimes it. put pineapple on my penis. <laughs> my dog's penis, Bruno, is also red. Yeah, yeah. the dogs are supposed red. to have the little lipstick cock that comes out. <laughs> comes out like a lipstick. Yeah. My penis is sometimes red. <laughs> okay. Watch where you're poking that beak, will ya? <laughs> These are great. Put your penis away. Lots of penis stuff this yeah. week. Unfortunate poop. A lot of mud ass. <laughs> All right, now we move on to Noah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe sometimes I'll massage my butthole. Uh, I think well, I have that one already. A lot of sex in here. Uh, I want to have anal sex so bad. <laughs> Why did you say that? Was that like... <laughs> being honest. But I mean, it's not... It sounds like someone that has never done it longing to do it, but no. is this like a gap that you haven't done it in a while? <laughs> a gap. I mean, I can't do it like every day. So this was like a, some time had elapsed and you were... I don't remember where that's from, but I oh, have I felt that recently. So, so bad. Some I think that's... Prolapse. I vaguely remember this like it being a while ago, but... Yeah. I guess it's like a, 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 a common feeling that I get like once a month or something. That one goes like with the mud ass app with the, <laughs> the mud ass drop. <laughs> oh, I want to have anal sex so bad. <laughs> Why? That's the best kind of dick to suck. <laughs> get it all in. Wait, what? That was the last yeah, part? Yeah. Why? That's the best kind of dick to suck. Because you can get it all in. <laughs> oh, like a little dick? <laughs> a tuna can dick. <laughs> well, that would be hard to get in, like lengthwise, though, wouldn't it? Depends dip. how wide your mouth is. <laughs> Fair point. I've already had bloody nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's true. When they were pierced. That's it. Ken, Ken pierced. pierced. <laughs> Thank you. That's uh, that. She was talking about uh, a uh, a band though. Bloody nipples. Fake. So I keep like rubbing his his butthole and stuff. <laughs> oh God. Is that about a person Are or an your animal? Hands cummy. Oh, it might be about Bruno. I yeah. had to do that yeah. when he pooped the other yeah. day. Bloody are your hands coming? Are your hands coming? You touched your dad's cum, you weirdo. <laughs> That's what? probably towards Sean. 
Cummy. You touched your dad's cum, you weirdo. Yeah. Why is cummy such a d- disgusting word? It's not it much different than cum, but just cummy. Are yeah. your hands cummy? I had a friend, Danny, who's a kind of a poker degenerate. Really oh, yeah, cummy Danny. We know him. Prince, <laughs> prince of the guy. <laughs> cummy Danny. He'd appreciate that. He Are once went on cummy? this rant, like unprovoked rant. He's like, I wish people used like vulgarities from the twenties today. Like they don't, they don't say vulgarities like the old days anymore. Like I wish people would say cunny again. I want to revive cunny. Cunny. And everyone, I happen to know because I'm sort of a you know linguistics buff, but no one knew what the fuck he was talking about. He's like, yeah, it used to be a word for a woman's cunt. It was cunny. Yeah. He would say. I think British people still say it. Do they? I think I I've, heard, I've heard it. He's like, I'm gonna revive cunny. I'm just gonna go up to a girl like, hey, hey, I want to eat your cunny today. Oh my god! That's and then he, he got talked, arrested. By the way, are your hands cummy? Yeah, so Dif- he's cunny, Danny. Yeah, Dis- yeah, distinct from cummy. Yeah, and you could have a cummy, cunny. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode title. <laughs> deep, 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 deep in there. <laughs> Every time you put something in the butt, it hurts. Oh. <laughs> when I put my fingers in my butt. Oh my god! That guy actually reminds me of something too about. Dad is really flexible. (laughs) 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 I know what that was. That was when you asked me, uh, you asked Rob to to touch his toes really quick. Yeah. And then you asked if I could do it, and I went and did it like really quick. And you said, "Darren's really flexible." Mm. I think that's what that was. Mm. What was the other thing you remember? The other thing about Danny was that uh, he. Like came up with some uh, like the the uh, mature version of the bases as regards to sexual activity, and it was like you know how the kids say like uh, you know base. kissing is first base mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. So I forgot what they all were, but like hitting a home run was sex, and then a a triple was anal because like a triple is harder the hardest thing to get okay. in baseball. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. So triple was uh, yeah. was anal sex. It's a well-rounded thought. thought. Yeah, thought but, he, but then he just would assume everyone around knew it. He's like, I hit a triple the other oh. day. <laughs> <laughs> he just when had to know the Danny code. My butt. What? When I put my fingers in my butt. Darren's <laughs> really flexible. <laughs> I want to make holidays come out of your pee-pee. <laughs> oh! Wow. Physically impossible. Because <laughs> it would have to be a liquid to do you that. You'd have to shove it in there first and then just squeeze. Yeah. It would never get in my body, so there you go. There's one little grain of holodeus in my me. little tiny clip. <laughs> little tiny clip. Jerk my little tiny clip. Jeez. What the yeah, fuck was I saying? Were you talking about someone else or what was that? No. Like quoting somebody? A lot of these you never know. Like you could yeah. be saying something someone else said, but then, you know, it's locked in time All forever. I know is with this out there, I'll never get that job. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, well, you, you're going to work at the tiny clit rubbing factory. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's perfect. You're hired. Yeah, it's hard to get it in there unless there's lube. Okay. <laughs> is this all from one show? Would <laughs> you eat my lung meat? Lung meat? Yep. Oh. Lung meat. Oh, lung. Are you going to give me money? <laughs> <laughs> to eat your lung meat? <laughs> Are like, you going to give me money? <laughs> this is the alternate reality of Noah's parents settled in Russia and she became a Venmo cam girl. <laughs> Are you going to give me money? <laughs> All of that can't still happen. There's time. 
Are you going to give me money? <laughs> this is me asking people to join our Patreon. Yeah. yeah. This is the $25 tier. <laughs> you give no money. That's it. You don't get anything. Yeah. You still get the show. You, just give me you get a shout money? out. And then she takes your extra $15. Show record drops for you in her Russian accent. <laughs> yeah, more coherent than Vince Neil. Yes. Are you going to give me money? <laughs> you can do like cuckold Russian mother <laughs> fetish videos. For, like Russian people who want to, to someone to be their mother. Yeah. Are you going to give me money to do that? I can tell you to finish all your borscht, but you got to give me money first. You want me to tell you happy birthday? <laughs> She's going to uh, step on your balls while wearing like uh. those big Russian boots. Oh, my God. Oh, the steel toe boots. Then from my nostril to my butt. Okay. <laughs> oh, was that the nasal oh, sex discussion yes. we had? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like looking Rob in the eye and telling him that I have perky tits. <laughs> wow. All right. Give me the oh, yes again. <laughs> Rob's headphones <laughs> fell off. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 I like uh, doing it with my sister. Oh, <laughs> we got a little Joe Biden. Yeah, here. Noah Biden. Nope. No Biden. I like doing it with my sister. No. <laughs> <sighs> That's what his hand Out of like. context. No Biden. No. <laughs> I just wanted to say to Dan, yeah, these are great. Sexy feet. Right, and well done. By the way, if you're clipping yeah. drops, this is good. Yeah. Be short. And the, the selection point. is really yeah, good. Yeah, and like good, good cropping at the beginning and end too. That's like important. Little good, Nicely good. Done. Yeah. What was that last one? Yeah, I have pretty sexy feet. Uh-huh. Any, anyone besides me and Noah? Yeah, yeah. There's oh, there's more? Okay. Shut the fuck up, Sid. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's evergreen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Sid. Wow, when did you ever I get that I know what you like to do on the weekend. Oh. Oh. I would say between the four of us, the pairing that has had the least arguments is Noah and Sid. Well, the least oh. arguments that weren't edited out of the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's been a couple, and they're usually enormous, but... Yeah. I'd say that's the least rancor. Well, I think I'm saying that, like, you know. Yeah, that was joking. Sorry, like, friendly. Sure, I know. But I'm just, it made me Shut think of that. Shut the fuck up, Sid. See, there's, <laughs> that, there's was, love in there. I know that was a joke. I'm just saying it made me, my mind go that direction. Mm-hmm. I know what you like to do on the weekend. Oh. <laughs> you want that for your balls? For sure, and I got it sucked off. <laughs> right. Now we move tiny on. clip. Now oh, we move on to me, and uh, these titles aren't promising for me. Let me tell you. <laughs> You're gonna come with me. All right. You're gonna come with me. <laughs> You're gonna come. I'm gonna with come with you, Rob. See, that one is one that I don't mind. That it's longer. <laughs> Tells a story. Probably won't be used as a drop, but it's very interesting. <laughs> oh, this is the love bus days. This is not from the show. So You're gonna come with me. All right. This you is right after Rob chloroformed her. <laughs> you coming with me, though? No, like this, this is after Rob hit me over the head with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck the chloroform. 
This <laughs> be brain damage. Straight to the point. Come with me. You gonna come? I'm gonna with come me? with you, Rob. This is what the first time Rob used the word "cummy." Oh. I used Rob's face as a comrade. Oh wait, wait a minute, that? that's not me. Uh, Who was that? Said that Colin. About you. I used Rob's face as a comrade. Rob's oh yeah, it might be my it. shirt. Yeah, like because yeah, uh, shirt. Oh, that's John. John from Chicago. That's yeah, right. Yes. John. We haven't heard from him in a while. Pizza guy. What's it like to fuck a horse? <laughs> That's projection. <laughs> no. Give me the fucking drugs. <laughs> I like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too real. I like that. See, the one without the bad title is the worst one. I like that. It seems normal. I like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It tastes good. That's going to go on heavy rotation. I'm telling you right now. Yes. It tastes good. <laughs> How My pussy. Say? You know, a boy pussy. <laughs> My pussy. could also be a butt pussy. It could also be boy pussy or butt pussy. What's the difference? Isn't it boy pussy? It's the same thing, but it it could be. We all have butts, Rob. (laughs) Right, exactly. Because a girl could have a pussy as well. It's a butt pussy. My pussy. You know, a boy pussy. Got that same voice, too. You go into this lower register and you get pervy. Pussy. Actually, that one goes higher somehow. You're right. Pussy. It starts in that creepy region and it just takes off. <laughs> no! God damn! Should have been. <laughs> I don't think Does I've ever I masturbated have? outdoors. Oh. Mm. I don't think I've ever masturbated outdoors. <laughs> I mean, there are certainly some people whose nipples look like pepperoni. Yeah. Pepperoni nips. I think most t- t- nipples look like pepperoni, but the larger ones really look like yeah, pepperoni. like baloney. <laughs> baloney tits. <laughs> Raw sex is great. I got a. F- oh, sorry. I got oh, a friend that. Uh, yeah. I thought there was more to that. <laughs> that was I got a friend that calls anyone fat baloney tits. Hey, what's up, baloney tits? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raw sex is great. What's the second half of that? It does sound like there's a yeah. butt coming. Ready for a nice little Remy? <laughs> cummy Remy. A cummy Remy. Oh, in the cunny. I need some puss or some dick. <laughs> okay. You're such a slut. I'm just going to tear up some pussy. <laughs> Murdering cats. Just gonna tear up some pussy. Hide your cat under the bed. Yeah, you 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 want to wet the pussy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gross. All right, and now we move on to a uh, few from oh, six. God, I've never fucked any kind of fleshlight. It's still true. Jagging nails, cutting up your pussy lips. You <laughs> sound a little sick in that one. Yeah. His name is Rabbi Lubavitch. He's the Lubavitcher Rabbi Menachem yeah. Schneerson. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. <laughs> so passionate. Can you play it again? 
His name isn't Rabbi Lubavitch. He's the Lubavitcher Rabbi Menachem yeah. Schneerson. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. <laughs> little piece of Mashiach playing in the background. <laughs> well, there's one more. I want to get back to that uh, soundbite in a second. There's one final soundbite, the last one. Moist turds probably smell worse. <laughs> Facts. Just back, back to this one. His name isn't Rabbi Lubavitch. He's the Lubavitcher Rabbi Menachem yeah. Schneerson. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Well, I want to mention uh, on one of my flights to or from LA, there was a documentary about Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. Which was actually really good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you follow the musical, it's it's a good thing. And like, what, what's crazy is they have Fiddler on the Roof all over the world. So there was like footage from like Tokyo and they're doing the songs in Japanese. Wow. And like the ongoing gag is the original uh, screen, not screenwriter, like the playwright. Yes. Uh, all these people, like the Japanese director was like, oh, so this doesn't play anywhere outside of Japan, right? Because how do they relate to the story, like the culture story? That's only a Japanese thing. And he's like, no. It's... And they're like, oh, it's a global story. Anyone can relate wow. to it. Anyone can relate so to it. they're not Jewish in the Japanese play? They're the Japanese. No, 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 they are. Yeah, it's still Anatevka or whatever, but okay. they're played by Jewish actors. and in Jewish, Jew Jewish I mean, Japanese they're played people. by Japanese actors, and it's, it's sang and, and spoken in Japanese. Are they Japanese Jews? No, no, no. Well, they're playing Russian Jews. They're saying, oh, okay. So why would they think it couldn't happen outside of Japan then? Because the the story of like the family or whatever, they just think it's a very Japanese story and only yeah. a Japanese story. Anyway, but the thing that kind of blew my mind is the story is based on fairy tales by a famous Jewish playwright, Shalom Aleichem. I thought that was just the beginning of a song. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was an actual person. Yeah, huh? it's both. Well, he's named after the. Oh, huh? well, Sholem Aleichem means something. It means like, I don't. Know, Hello, the, my lord. Yeah. Yeah. So I who the know. fuck are these Malachems? Oh no! Or hello, my bread. Malachem is bread. Israeli guy. Clue oh. us in. <laughs> but yeah. it's like um, it's like a stage stage name. I thought. Oh, is it? His real yeah. name is Harry Harrison. Yeah. Harry Harrison. Sholem Aleichem with you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's such a goofy play. It's not bad. It's goofy. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Get out of here with that. Don't you dare be smirked a good name. It's over the top. I said it was good. I didn't say it was <laughs> bad. It's just like very dramatic. It's it's, it is very dramatic. Yes, I agree. Well, with that, there's only one thing left to do. Got to leave, got to say and it's to shout out our wonderful top livecast fans of the week. Once again, you can be a top livecast fan of the week by contributing $10 a month to patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. Sid, who do we got? We've got Eric. We've got Rob Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin. We've got Benjamin. We've got El Duterino. You know him. You've met him. You've met him. I have. He's great. We've got Cynical Sid, Cynic Cynicism, selling seashells by the seashore. We've got Dan R., Cattle Decaf, Mindy Mayer's Keepa, Trion, the one and only Rob, that's with two Bs, Rob, mm -hmm. Jack Childs, mm -hmm. Sam I Am I Is, mm -hmm. and Justin with an E. Bless all of you, bless all of our patrons and all of our listeners. Thank you as always for listening. We will be back next week with another brand new edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. Remembers where I was, and I realized French.
talk was lame. Sick and row Mrs. Feinstein's class back in the seventh grade. I had no idea what she taught. Used my textbook to draw dicks. I found out how useless speaking French was Doesn't even impress chicks It's 40 long years later now Everything I learned is gone French still sucks but I'm Dave Mustaine And I say things however I want Comment allez-vous? Je suis Dave. Où est les toilettes? These are the French words I learned to speak in junior high. If Edfield was still my friend, I'm sure he'd be blown away. I'm putting French words in my songs. Never did that, James. Learning verbs is a simple thing, but the conjugation's hard. Though in English I talk real good, mais en français je parle comme un Hey!